Score of Brahms' first symphony. Um, and for, for a period I made notes. Uh, I'd obviously heard that on the radio, 22nd of April, 49, Radio Air and Orchestra. Uh, another performance later that year, Carlo Zecchi, 22nd of September, 1950, Otto Mazzarat. And uh, we bought a new radio the day before, so obviously that was a big thing. Albert van Ralten, 9351, 11953, Vienna Philharmonic picked that up on the radio from the Edinburgh Festival. So I used to make notes. These were the scores that my, my father bought for me, you know, oh. quite a few uh, oh. of the main symphonic works. And this this is the book, um, 16 Symphonies by Bernard Shaw, who was a great viola player in the BBC, BBC Symphony. And he had no fingers on his right hand. You know, and yet he, he he was the leader of the section, um, and um, that's the uh, the eighth of April forty nine. So I was seventeen that day. Daddy, Mammy, and Thomas, with best love and congratulations on your seventeenth birthday. <laughs> so I I was obviously into the scene then, you know, to give me that as a birthday present. <laughs> This is my uh, my workplace, um, the piano and the desk. I've had that for 30, 40 years. It's travelled with me from one house to another. And actually, the, the actual building uh, was put up with the, the fee I got for my Seventh Symphony. It's fully insulated and you can work in any weather, you know. That's the what I'm working on. I, I, I custom make my... Uh, uh, manuscript paper so that uh, when I decide on the orchestration I, I make a, 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 a template if you like and, and get those so the, the benefit of using just one side is that I can whip them over and I, I can play the work in my mind you know so I can whiz them over and you can do a real time uh, read of a work so you you get the feel of the rhythm and you begin to feel where things are going wrong and you need more to revise and that because I, I love to be able to retain a, a rhythmic flow through everything no matter how slow it is so you can do that by see see the way they're turned up constant rereading and that so that that's um well it has to be revised you were never um tempted to switch over to computer no no, even though I could use it quite easily, but pencil and a rubber and a pair couldn't be simpler. And a and piano. You, you can change your thoughts just by doing that instead of having to fiddle with something, you know. But um, yeah, so this is all pretty basic. What I'm doing here at the moment is um, y you may know of the, uh, the Lost Eighth Symphony of, of Sibelius. And this chap here, uh, he's head of the Sibelius Library in Helsinki, Tim Virtanen. And he's done a, a big article, which you can get on the, on the internet, about all the bits of sketches and things that uh, Sibelius left behind. But none of them 
can actually be identified as a sketch for the Eighth Symphony, even though they're close. And you got so what I, I'm basing this work on some of the shapes of the rhythmic figures uh, that I've found throughout his article, you know, and that's some of Sibelius's own writing there. So it's couldn't be further from trying to be a reconstruction of what Sibelius might have done. That is not the idea, but the themes are shaped in a way because of my familiarity with those little things, you know, so it's something that would happen or wouldn't happen without the notion of the other work having been at least thought of, you know, so there's a connection. So it's, it's almost the, uh, an ultimate homage for you. A homage, yeah, it's a homage. I wrote to him and said, would it, would it be necessary to get uh, permission from Sibelius family for doing such a thing, you know, and uh, he said, well, what, what exactly are you doing? Well, I said, I'm just approaching it as somebody like uh, touching the garment of a prophet and getting inspiration from that. I said, no more than that. Oh, he said, go ahead, that's okay. So uh, he knows I'm at it. Yeah. And he said, if it turns out well, um, he thinks he knows somebody who might play it up there. So that would be the summit of my life if that happened. For your work to be performed in, in Finland. Finland. And to have even a threadbare connection with the great man. Uh, and this is my, uh, you know, such a temperature. Metronome, the famous one, Miles, you know, in Beethoven's Eighth Symphony, mm. the inventor of the metronome. And I, I, I time the piece every so often, you know, to see where I'm going. It's very difficult to keep the whole. Stravinsky used to put maps up on the wall, you know, and, and follow his maps so you could see uh, the particular or the large very easily, you know. But my only way of doing that is a quick read through, you know, and then you identify things you want to work on, and then you, you can spend as long as you like then doing this bar or that bar, you know. Thank you.